Hey, it's Lucy Shrimpton, founder of The Sleep Nanny, and welcome to The Sleep Nanny Show podcast. I aim to serve you with the ideas, strategies, and inspiration to help you and your family sleep soundly so you can live healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. Being a parent is something for you to treasure, and getting the whole family sleeping well is a vital key in being able to do this without exhaustion, poor health, and the whole experience being a blur to look back on. So tool up, take the lead, and I hope this episode helps you. Hey, welcome back to my channel, the place to be for parents who just want better sleep. Now this is the first episode in a small run of episodes all about bedtimes. So perhaps you dread bedtime every evening and you think, no, that time is coming again. It's a battle, it's exhausting, and you just want your little ones to go to sleep happily. Well, stick around because this and the next few episodes are definitely for you. Now starting off in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about routine, particularly the bedtime routine, why it's important, when you can start it, and what actually it should look like. So get ready as we're about to delve right in. Routine, bedtime routine. What should that look like for kids and why? Why is it important? Well, I'm gonna start off by answering that question. The thing with a bedtime routine is it sets the scene that sleep time is coming. And not just a nap, but that big long sleep time. So even for us as adults, teenagers, older children, we all really benefit from having that routine at bedtime. It also really helps to encourage the circadian rhythm, which is our body clock, to stay into a nice healthy rhythm, meaning we tend to know instinctively like when it's nighttime, when it's daytime. And studies have shown that even as adults, if we have a consistent bedtime, every evening, we go to bed at the same time every evening, start the day at roughly the same time every day, we are more likely to get better quality sleep, fall asleep more easily, and just feel fresher and brighter when we wake for the day. So it's important to instill this in our little ones right from the get-go. Now, what else does it do? Bedtime routine with children um, is like an instruction. It's, it's like a trigger, it's a cue. So not only does it give them that rhythmicity, it's time to go to big sleep now, we have a big sleep, we start the day, we have meals, we have naps maybe, it's time for that big sleep again. It creates that rhythmicity um, and health in sleep. So it's really important and you can actually start a bedtime routine from as early as just a couple of weeks. So once you have your new baby home and you feel like you've got over, you know, the childbirth part and you're starting to think about these things, it's not really too early because a bedtime routine with a newborn is just gonna be simply setting the scene with a few triggers and cues a darkened room, perhaps that last milk feed, a lullaby, maybe a gentle rock or a placing down. The, the, the steps you do to put that little one down for a sleep at bedtime is a bedtime routine. It doesn't matter how subtle it is, but those little triggers and cues for the environment can make a huge impact on a new baby and set them up really, really well for healthy, good, nourishing sleep. So you can never start too soon, really. Now, what, what actually can you put into a bedtime routine? Well, that is going to change and evolve as your little one grows. I'm sure what you do in your bedtime routine has changed over the years as well. So it will change. But with children, the key thing to remember with bedtime routine is to do the same steps in the same order at pretty much the same time for bedtimes. So for example, once you decide bedtime is coming, 
there's the, that's the start of the bedtime routine and it ends with them going to sleep. So everything we do needs to be leading towards sleep. So we want to come away from the normal busyness of the daytime and the atmosphere of daytime, which might mean we go from being downstairs and kitchen, living room, busy areas to, right, we say goodnight to any other family members and one person, so that it's less stimulating, takes the little one to the bathroom. You do your bathroom activity, whether that's a bath or a shower or just a little wash, whether it's maybe massage, applying lotion, or kick about with no nappy, Again, whatever stage your little one is that, uh, your routine steps may look slightly different, but bathroom activity will happen. They've all got to brush their teeth at some point. <laughs> so we're gonna have our bathroom activity and then from there into the room that they will sleep in. Now this bit's important. So many people will go and do the bathroom bit and then go and watch some TV or take them to another room or then see another five family members and it's all stimulating again. We want to use the bath time piece as the beginning of this wind down and of this calm ready for sleep. So from there to the bedroom, in the bedroom we have those last few steps of the routine. So that may still include a milk feed, the last milk feed of the day. It may not. It might, the little one might have a little bit of water. They may have a bedtime story. Depending on their age, it can start with a little, you know, feely touchy book thing, pointing at things to um, short stories to sort of bigger stories as they get older. But again, with stories, limit that to what feels comfortable. Is it one story? One story is good. I would go for one, but just make it the ideal length for the little one's age. Some people say, oh, but the story's so short. Well, pick a bigger one then, pick a longer one, rather than having two or three short stories, because little ones, especially toddlers and preschooler age, are going to go, oh, one more, one more, one more, and try and delay and, and keep that going. So sticking to one is a really good idea. And then what's next? Do you tuck them in, say goodnight? How does that look? As I said, it will evolve at different ages and stages. With a baby, it may be a lullaby and a place down. With um, a young school-aged child or a preschooler, it might be a bedtime story and a tucking in and a, and a little goodnight ritual. The most important message that I wanna get across though is whatever it does, it will evolve, but whatever it looks like, keep to those same steps in that same order. So your little one comes to know exactly what to expect, what's gonna be next, and that the end result is night, night, lights out, and, and time for sleep. So I really hope this has helped you understand the importance of routine, why we even do bedtime routine. What, what's it even for? How soon you can actually get started with this, it's never too late either, by the way. If you think, oh, we've never had a routine and my little one's three, that's okay. Start now, just start implementing it from tonight and what you can include in your routine. So in the next episode, I'm going to be going deeper into what to do when you have a toddler who's getting up and down and getting out of bed at bedtime. So tune in for that episode and we'll help you with that. In the meantime, sleep soundly and I'll see you again soon. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode and it serves you well. Please share it with a friend who will really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe for free to Sleep Nanny Insiders, where you'll get the latest episodes, info and free tools to help you even more. Head over to thesleepnanny.com now or check out the show notes for a link to subscribe and I'll catch you again very soon.